it's crazy how the world works. Your, re- your resident portal to hell and honky tonk, whatever your fancy is that evening. Ah, Mackies. <laughs> Church on Sundays. Hee haw. I am a pumpkin. Welcome to. Oh my god. (laughs) Maiden did that. Two in a row. Two episodes in a row. (laughs) Wow. Welcome to Things I Got Wrong, your general (laughs) truth podcast. And I'm very angry, but I'm very excited because it's Halloween and I'm Ryan Fox. And I am the great pumpkin from Charlie Brown. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) <laughs> I'm screwing <Stuart> off. <laughs> and it is the Halloween spooktacular. We're just going to get right into it. I'm super excited. And if you haven't heard already, familiar faces Raylene and Sydney from Still Sleeping, Nathan Drake. It's a party. <laughs> Woo! Hey, Halloween party. Ryan's got on a Halloween sweatshirt. I have my, not my costume, just my Halloween shirt. Yep. Yes. Yes. And um, I didn't know if you guys knew, but uh, maybe it's just uh, my prowess as the Great Pumpkin, um, that I knew that just in time for Halloween, Christchurch, New Zealand fired its resident wizard that has been on staff for 23 years. Whoa. I didn't know. Leaving what? it, and the news, the news article said something along the lines of it, leaving it dangerously undefended against dragon attacks. This is awful. Oh no, why'd they fire him? Well, they decided that um, apparently the safety of the region, they did not merit having a wizard on staff anymore. Oh, and uh, oh. and they do recognize that they wanted to part with the most amicable of ways not to incur the wizard's wrath. I mean, like a severance package? He yeah. definitely got a severance package. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Man, I need That's to know my how Halloween to apply news. That <laughs> I mean, they're prime minister. They've done so well with COVID and everything else. And they're just like, we did that. We don't, we're good with dragons. We're good. We don't need those defenses <laughs> we anymore. We figured we it out. This. I feel like they're really underplaying his value to the whole country and yeah. they're just kind of throwing him to the side now. They're like, we don't need you. Yeah, that absolutely is just not fair. I'm upset. I know. Terrible timing, too. <laughs> Rachel, that's an adorable costume. <laughs> it's the hat so me. It's amazing. <laughs> It's a whole jack-o'-lantern. You can't quite see it, but... It's does it glow? Thing. No, it doesn't. I'm sorry. It does If I put of... a candle inside with me... <laughs> That's a terrible idea. I do not know. eat fire. <laughs> For some time, it will glow. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you know about how long? Like, what's the range on that? Yeah. Um, Not it very. will probably be a few hours. It will be accompanied wow. by some wow. very loud sounds, followed by some very bad smells. And um, but that's okay. <laughs> Once those lights go out, some other very bright flashing lights will appear, and um, then the night will continue to get very exciting. Sounds wow. festive. Yeah. Very. <laughs> well, I'll let you guys know just because I know you're super curious. The plastic surgeon told me I could not be turned into a pumpkin. So what? Expects thing. Oh. I know. That's what's I, new. And that's not the part I was town. wanting about. <laughs> not the feasibility <laughs> of it happening. 
Why wouldn't you want to be the great pumpkin from Charlie Brown, Ryan? I want to know what he said he couldn't do. Like, right. what was the part? I was like, nah, we can't do that part. It's the hat. That was it. It was the hat. I think it's, I think it's the orange rind plus like the CD insides. He couldn't do that and also ha- like let me keep my vocal cords. Couldn't have rough. I don't know. I feel like there's people out there that definitely have a CD inside. So (laughs) (laughs) there's a lot of people who had plastic surgery that kind of look like a hollowed out pumpkin too. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, it's never when it's that's that's never what when it's the look they're going for. Yeah, it's not the intention. They weren't going for the pumpkin look. No. Because they're not cool enough. No pumpkins do, and then they just shrivel up at the end. But we could uh, get to some trivia because this is the very spookiest 78th ever episode. And we have six rounds of haunting questions for all six of us to answer and earn points and vibe for all the trick or treat candy in the world. And uh, we rolled dice, which uh, Rachel has mints because <laughs> she's she's that trick or treat host. She's t- that house. I'm the house that's really far down, so I don't get many trick-or-treaters, and I know I'm going to get stuck with a lot of candy afterwards. So I and get you give them I mints. Like. So you give them mints, right? Mints. You don't want to give a toothbrush, so you're like, I'll give them mints. That'll work. <laughs> that's not mints. as bad. You know, I'm not as bad as the raisin house or the apple house. But close so. to it. Yeah, it's, yeah, pretty, it's, it's pretty adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as an adult, I would love to get some mints, but as a kid now... Yeah. Not at all. I mean, you get junior mints every time we go to like the. That's a different. That's got chocolate on the outside. That's true. I also have spooky junior mints here. The orange filled ones. (gasps) Because I was at Target today and I saw them and I love junior mints. Me too. (laughs) I've never had the orange filled ones though. Is it a different, like, is it an orange flavor inside or is it just a regular mint flavor with orange color? It's just regular with orange. <laughs> nice. You know, they don't ball out like Reese's do, where the Reese's pumpkins, the Reese's holiday shapes, 10,000 times better. They taste different. <laughs> and Reese's cups are good on their own, but holiday-shaped Reese's, just another level. It's the chocolate peanut butter ratio. We've been through this before. <laughs> yeah. We'll go we'll through it again. <laughs> as many it times dec- as it takes. It is a decree worth preaching. Uh, before the show, we only we spent 30 minutes trying to figure out how to delineate who goes first and dice and everything else. And we uh, rolled in true D&D fashion to see the order of everyone. And uh, Nathan is going to go first, as we don't um, always do. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, whoa. Am I breaking tradition here? Are we it's letting fine. Stu potentially out of the fort? Because I can change. It's fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. I, I mean, there, he doesn't there's seem a fair excited chance. about it. So yeah, there could be multiple people in the fort with me. Yes, that's somebody's got to hand out candy. That's right. Oh, the fort is decked out in its finest Halloween accoutrement. I mean, <laughs> technically, uh, from what I understand, we're all asking four questions, so that means one person will definitely at least be in the fort with me. Yes, guaranteed. Yes. guaranteed. And you know, it's not so bad. <laughs> Years ago, the first time I was delegated by my parents as having to stay home and hand out candy, my parents have outdoor speakers that you can hook up their sound system to. And so we blasted um, like the um, Black Riders part from Lord of the Rings <laughs> on the speakers outside. Amazing. <laughs> and we had a blast. Awesome. Wow. That is so cool. 
it's crazy how the world works because we watched Halloween Kills tonight, um, and they literally verbatim took a scene out of the Lord of the Rings and put it into <laughs> Halloween Kills. They really did. It was kind of weird. Wow. Yeah. And we were talking about Lord of the Rings like literally just before this. So that was funny. <laughs> the scene where the hobbits hide under the tree from the wraiths uh, is basically uh, in that movie almost exactly. Yeah. Minus the horse. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if he gets on a horse right now, I'm going to stop watching <laughs> or keep watching. I'm not sure. <laughs> But crazy. Sure. So uh, my round is four questions of general trivia, all revolving around the subject of Dracula. So did you know, this is just a little fun fact to start with, that by the year 2005, Dracula had become the subject of more films than any other fictional character. Really? He's the heavyweight. Or where I get this information is wrong. So anyways, (laughs) you know, I'll just put that disclaimer out there. Uh, Yeah. So uh, general questions um, about Dracula. So we'll start with question one. The likes of Bella Lugosi, Christopher Lee, Gerard Butler, and Leslie Nielsen have all donned the cape of the count. According to IMDb, how many actors have played Dracula? Now, what we're going to do for this question is everybody's going to give me a guess and whoever is closest will get two points. If we get a tie, each person will get a point. Okay. Sound good? Everyone all right. Get an answer. So how many? All right. Does everybody have an answer? How many actors? Have how many played actors have played Dracula? Dracula. According to IMDb. Okay. Ready. We'll start with Ryan. Well, you said the most characters of all time are portrayed. So I'm at least going to go high and say 45. Okay. Stu. 32. Rachel. 49. Sydney. 24. 24. And Raylene. 15. 15. Well, Rachel is the closest. Wow. And the actual answer is actually if you switch those numbers around, 94 actors. According to IMDb, have played Dracula. I was thinking I was too low. I was like, I had like immediately when you asked the question, I had two numbers pop into my head. Like I was like 150 and then the other 49. And I was like, no, I just, you know, I was like 150, maybe a few account indies, but I just, I don't know. And so I talked myself out of it. Christopher Lee, iconic Mm -hmm. Dracula, iconic Lord of the Rings. Yeah, it, it all ties together. It's all coming together. It's a full circle. Oh my god! They're all part of the same world. It's one big conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> Dang! I'll go down this rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Question number two: Florence Balcombe, the wife of Bram Stoker, once turned down this very famous suitor who was a celebrated playwright and author. The suitor lived their last years in exile after imprisonment. Ryan. Go Ryan. I don't know when Bram Stoker was alive. Um, playwright. I mean, if you're saying playwright, I'm going to go Shakespeare. That is incorrect. By probably 200 years. Um, um, oh, oh ah, this drives me crazy because I know who it is. Um, I'm going to take that as the great pumpkin buzzing in. Okay, all right, just, just making sure. Anybody else? 
Oh no, I have no idea. Yeah, not no, not even. All right, I do. we will knock it down and give a hint for one point. Yeah. Um, this playwright and author wrote things like the importance of being earnest and the picture of Dorian Gray. Ryan. Ryan. Mm, Charles Dickens. Incorrect. I don't know. No. Somebody. Some, oh. Somebody. <laughs> Someone. No one Dorian else? Gray comes up enough on Jeopardy and trivia and stuff. I feel like I should know, but I, know. I don't. Yeah. Same. It, it's somewhere in the recesses of my mind. And I'm very upset that I'm not getting it. So. Well, you've been hollowed out, so those recesses are gone. Oh no! Yeah, now the mental, the mental faculties. That was also a reason why they wouldn't turn me into a pumpkin. Was it requires removing all mental faculties? It's tough. Um, so the answer is Oscar Wilde. Doubt. Oh. oh yes. Okay. I would have huh. never guessed that. Yeah. Oscar Wilde was a suitor, and she's like, "Nope, going with Brom." So interesting. <laughs> Brom has such cool hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So third question. In 1994, a group of scientists studied the effects of garlic on this animal to see if garlic could actually repel vampires. Raylene. Raylene. <laughs> Bats. That is incorrect. Stew. Go stew. Goats. Not goats. Repel vampires. Sydney? Go ahead, Sydney. Mosquito? Not mosquitoes. That was a good guess. Oh. Right. Rachel? Oh, I think I heard the great pumpkin first. Um, uh, I would say leeches. Leeches is the correct answer. Uh, Two points yeah. to Rachel. <laughs> Weird. Leeches. Leeches, the predatory worm. <laughs> they found predatory out. worm <laughs> i don't like that <laughs> that was going to be my second my hint for this they found out the findings of this study showed that actually that wouldn't work at all because leeches loved garlic <laughs> 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 and vampires aren't real uh, to be quite fair <laughs> to be um, quite fair i don't judge the leeches at all for that that is something no. that I think the leeches are absolutely right. <laughs> I thought okay. you meant what animal did they put, like give garlic? I misunderstood the question. <laughs> no, that, no, that's right. They gave leeches garlic. Oh, they gave, okay. They gave Sorry. leeches garlic to see if they would repel them like it does vampires because they both suck blood. I have no <laughs> idea. The, the science behind I, this is so strong. It's we have so a control strong. in mind. Yes. It's the thing. <laughs> they suck the blood and then we go from there. We have a lot of government money pulled into this. Yeah. So glad we wasted time and resources on that. <laughs> Again, 1994, that study was done. <laughs> that nice. makes so much worse. Well, I, guess, I guess it could make sense like in some sense of like they're trying to figure out where this rumor came from and so it's like oh well what if there was a logical thing there was a thing phenomenon leeches in the water and maybe they found out leeches hate garlic so if they had garlic they just wouldn't come and suck their blood so i maybe. saw on a geocities page these crazy people are talking about leeches I, i'm just i'm just theorizing why somebody would do it but yeah. I'm with the great pumpkin. Recently. Yeah, it's a good theory. Yeah, yeah and maybe if they found that was correct, they would have then started going with all the other uh, animals that drink blood, and then be like, "Yeah, it's just universally accepted." But they failed on the first go. So <laughs> I said, "We're done." <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't work. Yes, we were wrong. 
Oh, that is great. So question number four, our last question of this Dracula fueled round. In 1964, this famous artist made a film called Batman Dracula without the permission of DC Comics. (laughs) He would only show it at his art installations. Rachel. Go ahead, Rachel. Picasso. Incorrect. Can you say the year again? 1964. Rayleigh. Go ahead, Raylene. Andy Warhol. That is correct. Two points uh, to Raylene. Oh, I couldn't think of his thought. name. I, I was, was like, I know it. I was like, who does pop culture oh, stuff oh, that's yeah. really popular? So that's what I was thinking of, and that's what I pictured in my mind, and I matched the wrong name. Nice I, job. I didn't watch it, but I there's like a 30 minute clip on YouTube called that, and it looked kind of old. So I think it's actually up on YouTube for other people to watch. Oh, interesting. But so, that's all right. cool. Nice. Two points to Raylene, four points to Rachel, and uh, Sydney, it is now your round. My turn. Um, Okay, so I did questions over witches. Hey. Okay, first question. Witches were often thought to have this upon their body. It is said it was inflicted by the devil himself. Some even believed it was found under a person's hair or eyelid. What is it? Stew? Go ahead. Pentagram? No. Rachel. Rachel. It's like a mark of the beast or a devil's mark. Oftentimes birthmarks were, were mistaken as them. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Which is your devil's mark? Nice. nice. All right. Question two. Which cakes were believed to have the power to reveal whether a person's illness or possession was caused by witchcraft? They were baked and fed to dogs that would then display the same symptoms as the possessed and potentially no. point out who had caused the illness. This is a real thing. <laughs> wow. These cakes were made using rye flour, ashes, and what bodily fluid of the afflicted person? Raylene. Raylene. Urine. It is urine. Oh, I knew it. I knew it. I don't. Just really gross. Yep. Science, eh? (laughs) That makes sense. And of course, these dogs are going to get sick off of that. Absolutely. (laughs) You're feeding them just straight up garbage. It's ashes and urine. Yeah, like Flour and urine. Yeah, we baked like, it yeah. in a crust, though. Yeah, 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 yeah it's good. It. Trust me. All right. Question three: Giles Corey and his wife Martha were both accused of witchcraft during the Salem witch trials. Giles refused to enter a plea of guilty or not guilty. He was then tortured by pressing, a method used where the victim is crushed by extreme weight. While it was legal at the time, this is the only known record of the method being used. How long did Giles survive before being crushed to death? Nathan. Nathan. Three hours. No. Stu. Ryan. Stu. Two days. Nope. Ryan. Ryan. Three days. 36 hours. Three days. Dang. That's awful. Anything to say about how much weight actually was there? Yeah, I'm curious. That I don't know. <laughs> what what did mm. they use for the weight too? Like, did they like sandwich them it's, in boards and then like stack flour on top of rocks. Or something? Yes, or it was, was rocks. It rocks. Okay. Yeah, they laid the board but, down and then put like rocks and boulders and stuff. That's they, so and just, terrible. And it's like I remember reading like medieval accounts of this. It wasn't like like I think it started with big boulders, but then over time they're just adding small things, so it's just a really slow. Mm. You're slowly getting crushed. That's terrible. I mean, he lasted for three days. <laughs> oh, that's oh. All right. Question four. 
there were many popular beliefs about water and witches. Suspected witches were often dunked in water to test their innocence. Once submerged, it is said that if a person began to sink, they were innocent. If they were to float, they were guilty. Some believed that witches were extremely light and would not be able to sink. Others believed that once a person renounced God, what right was impossible to perform? Rachel. Rachel. Baptism. That's correct. Nice. Oh. Wait, so. Because it's full body dunking. Yeah, they couldn't be submerged, so they couldn't be baptized, and that's why they floated. Yep. Uh, the boy and twitch. A duck. Like a duck. <laughs> a duck yes. A duck. Ducks. Yes. Yeah. Ducks also, the if devil. they came back up as a duck, they were also a witch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Checks out. Does. <laughs> nice. That's a cool round. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Two points to myself, four to Raylene, eight to Rachel, and Stu, nice. Sydney, Nathan, just handing out trick or treat candy at the fork. <laughs> I'm sure it's a real good time. We have the best job. (laughs) (laughs) The fort's been real decked out over the years. It it has had some improvements. Yeah, I like Uh, the couch. (laughs) (laughs) It's a witch. It's a witch. (laughs) (laughs) We dumped her. She turned into a couch and then we just set her in the fort. (laughs) There was that. There was some trash, some shrapnel. There's all kinds of stuff that just came up as a witch. And we baked it in a pie and fed it to the dog. Fine. And Nathan totally did pee normal. on it. <laughs> Had to go. Had to go. All right, Rachel, it's your round. Okay, so I have a serial killer themed round where, um, yeah, so I kind of went in a little bit of a Halloween theme, a little bit not, but uh, I'm going to be looking for, except for the last question, I'm going to be looking for the serial killer's nickname. Um, right. So, question number one. This Wichita, eh, Halloween reference, serial killer, <laughs> whose real name is Dennis Rader, self-dubbed himself as this three-letter acronym nickname during his 17-year spree, which left 10 people dead. This re- acronym was in reference to the way he murdered. Nathan. Okay, so Nathan, Raylene, Sydney, all buzzed in at the same time, so I'm going to hear answers from all of you, if you all get it, um, each of you will get two points. BTK. 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 <laughs> yep. All of you get two points. It um, stands nice. for blind torture kill, right? Actually. Oh. oh who, was that Nathan? Was that Raylene was, or Sydney who said it was that? Raylene. Oh, it was Raylene. Okay, Raylene, sorry, you do not get two points. Oh. <laughs> because it is bind torture kill. Oh. Didn't yes. know. Did she? She said I didn't question know any right. of this. Yeah, yeah, I would give her the points. Just, yeah, yeah, give her the points because yeah. I didn't I would, know that either. Okay, yeah. you know what? I gave you the points, I and I won't take them back. And I didn't but, know it I either. So give us all two points. <laughs> no, I think no, that no. sounds fair. You get, you get nothing. You <laughs> have the power, oh great pumpkin! She's handing out points just like candy tonight. That's great. I will say that I I did ask for the acronym, not what it stood for. So. You three do get uh, two points each. Yes, it's for bind, torture, kill. He self gave himself. Um, he gave himself this nickname in a letter. I don't recall if it was to police or to a newspaper, but yes, this was a self dub nickname. That's you know only slightly narcissistic. <laughs> well, she wasn't the only one. Question number two 
from 1976, from July 1976 to July 1977, David Berkowitz killed eight people in New York City. During this time, he mailed a letter to the captain of the NYPD, <laughs> identifying himself as this nickname. I um I am looking for. It is possible oh. this nickname could come from a mistaken belief that the Celtic holiday of Samhain, which is a celebration which is celebrated right around Halloween, was instead a god. It is not a god, but all the same, that is what he believed, and that was the basis of the nickname. Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. That that made it way worse. But is it the Central Park Strangler or Central Park Killer? No, I believe that person was active at the same time. Um, I'll give a clue, but I'm not going to reduce points at all, just so that this this name is taken out of it. Um, he had previously been dubbed, before he gave himself this name, he had previously been dubbed by the newspapers as the 44 killer for using a 44 caliber. Uh, Raylene? Go ahead, Raylene. Is it the Zodiac? It is not Zodiac. Zodiac okay. is active in California. Oh. Although I believe at, at one point there was suspicion that he was... That his, I think maybe either his handwriting or some symbols he used in it seemed similar, but they kind of ruled that out via um, via experts. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo put the kibosh on that pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll read the question one more time for you guys. From July 1976 to July 1977, David Berkowitz killed eight people in New York City. During this time, he mailed a letter to the captain of the NYPD and identifying himself as this nickname I am looking for. It is possible that this nickname came from David Berkowitz's mistaken belief that the Celtic holiday of Samhain, which is celebrated right around Halloween, was actually a god, which is which it is not a god. It is a holiday. Isn't it Samhain? That might be the correct pronunciation. It, look, it's, me... it looks phonetically weird, but I'm pretty sure it's Samhain. <laughs> okay, well, it is Samhain. It is spelled S-A-M-H-E-I-N. I have a question. Nathan, I'll just answer. Yeah. I For some reason, I think it's like the SSK killer, something like that. It's like South Street killer. It is like not. <sighs> Sydney or Stu, do you have... Do you have guesses? I I know this. I know his name, and I can't think of it. <laughs> well, Ryan, I'm, have you already guessed, Ryan? Oh, yeah, I, you, I guess you can once. go for one. You can go for one point. I don't know if it's right because you're the god thing, but wasn't there like a crazy clown <laughs> killer also in Central Park? So I'm going to say something the, like that: the crazy clown or something like that. Um, the crazy clown that you're probably thinking of the most was actually from Chicago, and that was John Wayne Gacy. Oh, yeah. That's a killer clown. Um, no, this one, um, one of the reasons I spelled this one out for you guys was because I also think he probably pronounced it wrong as well. Uh, because this is the son of Sam. Oh, well, yeah. I knew it. Mm. We, <laughs> and he dang. identified himself in the letter, I am the son of Sam. Yes. And, oh. and son so, of Sam. And he also couldn't say Salwin, so he also said it was an M. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely terrifying. Uh, But I think, and so this is why, I remember listening to a podcast about this, why the differentiates is I I think he he thought it was a god and not a holiday. That it was like an evil god. But but to my understanding, it's actually a really old pagan holiday. 
Our God. Sam. <laughs> he works in so, accounting. That was, that was just his dad's name. <laughs> um, he was famous for going up to people in cars at night and shooting them. So. That's terrifying. Um, so uh, no points on that one. But question number three. Herman Webster Mudgett. Um, also known by this name, which evokes a certain detective, but one of the most well-known houses of horrors here in Chicago, where he allegedly killed many of the more than 27 people he is thought to have murdered from 1886 to 18, oh, excuse me, 1886 to 1894. Is this the one from The Devil in the White City or whatever that book was called? It is. Sydney. Oh. <laughs> Go ahead, Sydney. It's H.H. H. Holmes, right? Yes, this is H.H. H. Holmes. Nice. Oh, that was the um, answer? Yeah. Oh. I was like, is that a nickname? But his name is not. <laughs> his name is yeah, not. The Devil yeah. in the White City yeah. is a book. It's but yeah. I was going for the nickname. He get, Again, this is one he gave himself. He called himself H.H. H. Holmes. Oh, I thought that was um, just his name. <laughs> no, he like infiltrated no. and like killed some people and like took over their place. Or is that just in the book? I don't remember. I, I think but. that's that's also part of it. Something about like the pharmacy across the street from it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, like, like worked in the broiler boiler room or something like that. No, that was part of the actual House of Horrors. Yeah, he made that boiler room. <laughs> yes, mm. but it was it was he's a weird oh. guy. But yeah, that is a really good book. <laughs> Yeah, he would like hire people basically (laughs) and like gaslight them. Like, he'd be like, You're not doing this work good enough. Like, you're not doing it fast enough. And then just fire them without paying them and then like hire somebody new to keep going on the work and then do the same thing over and over again until he got all the stuff built for free, essentially, without anybody actually knowing what he was doing. Like, understanding that they built a gas chamber into a closet. Like, they didn't understand that that happened. I can't tell if he's he's a bad boss or a serial killer. And I can't tell the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Could be both. Could be both. It's very interesting. And I'm not quite sure if, like, Devil in the White City, like, was actually, like, his nickname when he was caught or that was given later on. But Mm. H.H. Holmes was definitely one he gave himself, which is Mm. why I did the little detective clue. Um, Nice. Okay. Question number four. This one is a little different. Uh, There are three potential answers. If you name two of them, you get two points. You name all three, you get a bonus point. And then if somebody else names two... And then a, third, a, a different person names a third, that, that different person will get one point. But you have to name at least, like, the, in the answer, the first two have to be named for any points. So. Okay. Although, not, um, although it is not clear whether he is technically a serial killer, Ed Gein is one of the most proli- prolific killers in U.S. history, notably for his, quote, creations of human skin. Because of this, he has been a popular figure in media. Name two of the three most popular suspense and horror movies, which have, um, which have been confirmed that are at, based, at least in part, on Ed Gein. If no one can get any of them, I do I have know, the years. Nathan, I, want, I have one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nathan. Well, Nathan buzzed in. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Silence of the Lambs. Bonus point. I don't have a bonus point. There's a movie I called I think I Ed know Gein, the bonus. But. American okay. Psycho, right? So two points to Nathan there. Let me do a very quick the, Google search. Um, this is probably not correct. The Hills Have Eyes. I was, so you need the film or the killer? The film. Okay. I was going to say Buffalo Bill. Yeah, from Silence. 
Uh, Raylene, that is not correct. Oh, okay. If anyone else wants to give one more go at the last one. A third um, Tessa, one confirmed. So the two, the, the two correct ones were Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Silence of the Lambs. It is, it is a popular one, but it is not one in the top three. Um, the year for this one is 1960. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ryan. Go ahead, Ryan. Psycho? This is just Psycho. Oh. Um, and that's, that is why I had to Google it. I had to check to see if there was maybe an oh, alternate American name Psycho. for it. For Ameri- and American Psycho is a different movie. Yes, different. This is. That makes sense. Because the but, mother, but I mean, yeah, I guess she's sort of like taxidermied, so sort of skin, but not like killed and had the skin removed. I think there's a big thing. Ed Guy had severe mental issues. Um, oh, yeah. No, no, beyond like the killing things, like he had severe, oh. severe mental issues. A lot of it having to do with his mother, an extremely religious woman who kept him and his brother absolutely isolated from the world. Mm. And so when she, it was only after she died that he started doing this because he was he was so dependent on her because of the way she had created things. At least it's theorized that he he was trying to recreate her almost. Yeah. So, uh, and fun fact: <laughs> after many long, long years in a um, psychiatric hospital, he I think in the last I don't know if he's still alive, but he definitely was released later okay, on got, in his got, life got it, and yeah. never went on to commit any more crimes. So wild. Yeah, that apparently according to the st- <laughs> well, yeah, according to the staff at the hospital that like after some time he was actually quite pleasant to work with. He just needed a lot of help. Hmm. So, All but right. he's not. He may not be technically a serial killer. I think he has two confirmed. What defines a serial killer? Three or more. Three or more. That's it. He suspect. He suspected. Well, three or more like unrelated. Right. We well, not like a single. Series. Yeah, yeah. Because like three or more is a series is a series of events. Right. And so there are two confirmed. Third, he's suspected of, but he's only. One more, you get suspect- a free sub. Wow. <laughs> Do you, you have your serial killer punch card? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Going into halftime. Uh, Sydney and Nathan with four. Raylene and myself with six. Rachel still with eight. Stu just handing out trick or treat candy in the fort. <laughs> Somebody's got to help the kid. <laughs> we can confirm that Stu is not a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and uh, Stu, we will uh, let you kick it off, as we always do. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, alrighty, so my round is called Spooky Scary Skeletons. Uh, <laughs> questions relating to skeletons. Oh, so let's boy. do this. Question number one. If you've ever seen an elephant skull, they're rather unique in appearance. So unique that there's a popular theory that upon seeing them, it gave rise to what mythological creature? Mythological creature. Mm-hmm. Rachel? Rachel. Dragons? Not dragons. <laughs> um, Ryan. Ryan. The Minotaur? Uh, it's not the Minotaur. You're getting a little closer, though. Mastodons yeah. were real, correct? Yeah. Nathan, you must... Yeah, Nathan, go for it. 
I'm just going down that realm. Unicorns? It's not unicorns. No. You'll be surprised by this one. Uh, so let me give you a hint. Uh, what Greek mythological creature did this inspire? Is the Minotaur Greek? I think so. Let Greek me know or if Roman? I, can, I don't know. I don't know my dear. I would lean on Rachel to answer that. <laughs> Sydney, or, Sydney or Raylene, do you have anything first? I don't know. No, not right now. Okay. Then Rachel, go for it. Oh. I'm, uh, I'm leaning between two, but I'm going to go with a griffin. That's not a griffin, no. Ryan. Ryan? A hydra? It's not a hydra, no. <gasps> there's a long anything? list of creatures. I know, there's, there's a long list here, yeah. Any others? Nathan? Nathan. Cerberus? Not Cerberus, no. You'd be surprised. Any other guesses? It would be a Cyclops. If you what? look at the skull, there's a hole for the trunk. Oh. And it, you'd think oh. that it was an eye socket. Oh. Yeah. Makes God, sense. just beaming yeah. out lasers. <laughs> <laughs> I think you've, you've got the wrong textbook. <laughs> you imagine them like finding this and like seeing a bunch of elephants like 40 yards away and being like, well... <laughs> I think it was like a person with one eye. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. No points on that one. Uh, Question number two. We're going to do, I guess we'll have everybody give me a number and then whoever's closest. The average person is born with about 300 bones in their body, but they fuse together with age. How many bones are in the average human adult? You might know this off the top of your head, but we'll just do uh, everybody play. And we'll start with we'll start with a great pumpkin. Uh, two hundred and six. Okay, Ryan. I wrote two hundred and six. Okay, uh, Nathan. Feeling less confident with a two forty seven. Raven. I'll go with uh, two fourteen. One. Sydney. <laughs> two eighteen. Okay. Uh, well, if the points go to Ryan and Rachel, it is 206 exactly. I, I like, hmm, do I change my answer? No, that would be right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, maybe I should have guessed yeah. 206. You're supposed right. to lock in, so kudos, <laughs> kudos for you know, not cheating. I couldn't remember 100% if it was 206 or 216, but yeah, yeah I, I did write 206. So I had some bones fused together, so I think it's even right. less, you know? <laughs> my, my, sister has, my sister only has 205. It's like a genetic thing oh. with my sister, and my dad, where they've got two um, spine, two of the spinal things that are automatically fused mm. together. It doesn't cause any wow. bad things. It's just huh. they're mm. together. Weird. It's a wrong Weird. answer. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's why I said average human adult. Yeah, no, they're not average. They're wonderful. Not well, average. <laughs> they also I mean, listen we, to this podcast. I, mean, I, don't, I don't remember if it was Reddit or somewhere else, but it was like, uh, technically, when you really think about it, the average number of legs that a human has is less than two. Right. It's like 1.86 <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Two points for Ryan and Rachel there. Question number three. Adult bones constantly go through a process of shedding pieces and regrowing them. Roughly how long does it take to have a completely new skeleton? What? Uh, yeah, I'm Mason. upset by this okay. question. Uh, I know it's a lie. We can also have everybody play this one too. Uh, how? Sorry, say that again? Adult bones <laughs> constantly go through a process of shedding pieces and regrowing them. Like thin layers, right? Like you'll shed off a piece of it and then your body will absorb it. And then it regrows like that small oh, fraction. No. It's just like say, skin well, cells. What it's happens like, to it? Okay. Yeah, it's just like skin, like right, like it the cells die off, right, and you get replacements. So how long does it take for you to have a completely new skeleton? I didn't know 
that happened. <laughs> um, yeah, me neither. Devil takes some guesses here. Uh, we're gonna st- <laughs> we're gonna start uh, with, with with Nathan for this one. Four years. Okay. And then Raylene. <laughs> I'm just so blown away by this fact that I can't even. I'm, I'm in shock. Uh, 10 years. All righty. Sydney? Seven years. Okay. Ryan? I also wrote seven years. Okay. And Rachel? I'm feeling less confident in my answer after everyone else has guessed. Even if everyone else was guessing everywhere else. Well, doctors generally put casts on for six weeks after broken bones, don't they? So I'm going to go with six weeks. That's in her defense, pumpkins don't have bones. Yes, yes, yes. No, no idea about the concept. <laughs> we just have fiber and more fiber. It's seedy inside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, maybe by sheer luck here, it is actually 10 years exactly, uh, or ru- roughly, right? So Raylene would actually get the two points. That's nice. just pure luck. I'm so blown <laughs> oh away that that is a thing. I can't even tell you. I've heard, <laughs> I've heard the skin thing. I've never heard of the bones. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it makes I've, sense. They're cells. I, they, I guess they do stuff. It does <laughs> make do stuff. I, just, I guess it makes sense, like, with the getting older thing. Like, if your body can't keep up with, like, the amount it's losing as you're getting older. Yeah, right. You, yeah. Right. I just feel bones. like I missed something very, very crucial in school <laughs> at this point. She's like, hair growing all the time, fine with fingernails, toenails growing, totally. Skin bones. regen. Bones. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, you know, in, in all of our defense, except for Ryan, because he didn't spend his, his last year really in school, um, the re- in the defense of the rest of us, I don't think I was ever taught this. You get the bones you get. Don't ask for more. <laughs> well, you start out with, with more and then right. you lose them. And right. then you're telling me they just keep shedding? We snakes? But those ones regenerate, so don't right. worry. Right, those ones are fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you end up with like what four five six whole skeletons in your life you know it's pretty cool that's where you put them you know, i'm still you waiting for closet? my next skeleton <laughs> yeah. your closet full of skeletons. all my skeletons are in the closet yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i have, I have two full skeletons in my closet and um yeah we'll just add more skeletons to the closet yeah, absolutely <laughs> <laughs> uh, two, two points to raylene there question number four and the final question of my round the Skeleton Dance, the classic animated cartoon produced by Disney, was released in what year? What? I've never heard of this. Rayleigh. Oh, come on. The thing that literally is spooky, scary skeletons, the dance, the... Seriously, guys? Wait, was it You've named that it. or was it in really? something else? It's called the Skeleton Dance, which was its own... Sorry, I would get to, you're good. You're <laughs> get good. to the actual... <laughs> it's called the Skeleton I'm... Dance. It's the one where they all dance around the graveyards and they knock each other yeah. over and act like xylophones and stuff. Like it was an independent cartoon, but it's also in like Halloween collectives and stuff like that. I'm just gonna what? go ahead and say that I might as well have been living in a graveyard my whole life because spooky, scary skeletons never walked into my life. Excuse me, they never danced into my life. <laughs> I know of David as pumpkins, but I don't know of any spooky skeletons. <laughs> well, then, <laughs> sorry, was it Raylene or Sydney who is who is Raylene? Okay, Raylene, what you got? Here's my guess. Uh, 1936. 
Uh, it's very close, but not quite. Uh, Sydney. Right. Sydney. Was it 1932? Uh, not 1932. I'm actually going to just do it to where everybody guesses then. <laughs> um, whoever's closest. Pumpkin sailed the ocean blue. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nathan, what you got for it's us? 1492. Yeah. 1939. Okay. Ryan? Sorry. Okay. Uh, I wrote 1948. I, I'm trying to piece it off of roughly when I think Fantasia was. Okay. And Rachel? Well, I have already stated that I had no idea this existed. <laughs> so me giving a year at this point, especially once you said it was close, is not fair to anyone. So I'm going to say time immemorial because it happened long before any memory. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. To be fair, they've regenerated many times since then. Yes, uh, right. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> uh, it goes to Sydney. It is 1929. Uh, yeah. wow. wow that's early it's that early like, i was it's thinking 23 early. and i was like no that seems too early <laughs> and i went 32 yeah. nice well done that's it that's all i got for spooky scary skeletons <laughs> nice. great my mind is awesome. blown like yeah. i've never even heard of half of that stuff i learned new stuff about myself tonight that i never thought <laughs> i would know and it's I'm not you anymore. i'm learning it at this age you don't have a skeleton anymore, Rachel. You're on your. It's not about you anymore. Remember, remember, the plastic surgeon wouldn't take it away, so I'm stuck with this shedding bone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! We're all on roughly our third skeletons, so you know, like, just go go skateboard. Like, don't worry, it'll be fine. Mind you, it's it starts after you've like fully developed. Well, now we're throwing yeah. in all this oh. crap. It's all right. It's all out the window now. So we're probably on our second. <laughs> all right. Either way. Oh, uh, the magic number. <laughs> yeah. Either way. Nathan with four. Sydney with six. Raylene and myself with eight. Rachel with ten. Uh, Stu and his skeletons just handing out candy. <laughs> At least Sweet. you have some help. Yeah, I got help this time. It's nice. And uh, uh, Raylene, it is your round. Awesome. All right. So my round is going to be haunted places. I'm going to do it nice. where I'm going to give you three hints and I'm going to give you time to answer after each hint. If you answer after the first hint, you get three points. After the second, you get two. And after the third, you get one. Okay. Okay. Everybody ready for the first place on our haunted tour. My own mind. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> Your first clue for this place is in 1974, this place was the scene of a mass murder. Sydney? Sydney. Villisca, Iowa. Nope, not Villisca, Iowa. Rachel. Rachel. Jonestown in New Guinea. No, excuse me, in whatever, whatever the, I can't remember if it's French Guinea or Equatorial Guinea, they're right there, they're next to each other. Nope, it isn't Jonestown. Nathan. Yes. Amityville. Wow. Yes, it is Amityville. <laughs> nice. Um, it's about when the three first movie points, came out. Yeah. yeah roughly. I was like, three hey. points to Nathan. The other two clues were in 1977, a book was published that was based on the paranormal experiences of the family, but has left led to controversy and lawsuits over its truthfulness. And 13 months after the murders of the family, the fam another family purchased the home at a drastically reduced price, but only lasted 28 days in the house. Oh, <laughs> so. catch them, kill them. 
That's also right around the time that there was a lawsuit filed that said that this were that uh, that a house being haunted was something a realtor had to disclose. Really, and it was a it was grounds to um to reverse the purchase. And the best part about it, you just have to look up a Google search of something along those lines. The best part about it is that judge had so much fun writing the opinion. That they put like, and there's they didn't have a ghost of a chance, and that they were like, there's just all sorts of little tiny like ghost and haunted references. Somebody had a lot of fun with it. Wow, aren't lawyers fun? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, where the heck was Jonestown? You're telling me it was in French New Guinea. Yeah, yeah it's, it was a it, it blew them away from their families. Has yeah, that so Jonestown been the mm-hmm. case. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's right on the northern part of South America because they were getting scrutiny from the law here in the states. Yeah, they were yeah, in so they well, no, no wonder. Yeah. yeah, they were in California and they were, yeah. uh, you know, hot on their trail, and that's why that like senator went out to go visit them. And then they came under gunfire. That they when did. That happened. I yeah. never knew any of that ex- that they were in a different place. I mean, I didn't know. I would suspect Jonestown, but I don't know where Jonestown actually is. But regardless, yeah. I didn't know where like the physical actual location was. Wherever Jim Jones wanted it to be. Man, that's weird that that came up, though, because I've seen a bunch of this week, like Kool-Aid, like people talking about taking the Kool-Aid, but it was Flavor-Aid they used, not Kool-Aid. So Kool-Aid goes down for that. And they were cheap. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Generic. Can you believe those people wow. were cheap? I mean, it was a lot more violent also than people imagine because people who decided they didn't want to do it were shot like as they were trying to get away. Like oh my gosh. It was yeah. it was it wasn't just like a, yeah. everyone took a drink and went. You no, it was have really a choice. Bad. It was, yeah. They were children. And there was nowhere to run because you were in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And then they would just shoot you down. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that's terrible. Anyway, next Anyways, yeah, next question. Uh, so the next, next stop on our haunted tour in this location in 1348 and again in 1630, this place became a quarantine colony for people who contracted the bubonic plague. Being sent here was a death sentence. The dead and those too sick to protest were burned on giant pyres. Right. In the third go ahead. Oh right. Um, yeah, never mind. This is way, 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 way off. This is 1348 and again in 1630. I don't know about the 1600s, but I know in the 1300s, any little town where plague was caught was essentially for forcibly quarantined until everyone recovered or everyone died. <laughs> so I don't know the answer, sorry. <laughs> Do you guys want a second hint or does anybody else want to take a guess? Second hint. Okay. Second hint. In the late 1800s, this place was home to an asylum. There are rumors that in the 1930s, a doctor performed strange experiments on the patients until he himself went insane and threw himself from the asylum's bell tower. Sydney's not on camera for this, but her brain's almost exploding. If I can I take know, her posture or anything like yeah, this, like, sort of like, like, like poking her, her forehead, I don't. Concentrating. <laughs> All right. If there aren't any guesses, I'm going to give the third hint now. 
So this will be worth one point if someone can get it. Today, the entire place is abandoned. Locals and tourists are prohibited from visiting. More than 100,000 plague victims and mental health patients are buried here. In 2009, Travel Channel's Ghost Adventures got permission to visit this small island in Italy for an investigation. Italy. Any guesses? I can picture it. Can you vaguely draw it? Yeah. Sydney, I'll just no. throw one. Okay. It's something along the lines of like Bellhurst Asylum. Am I right? Am I wrong? No, that's not it. I mean, no. that may be the name of the asylum, but it's not the the place. The place that I'm looking for. Oh, um, is it um well, actually, this is I don't I'm actually not sure if this is Give fictional. Me a, yeah, go for it. Um Chateau d'If. It would have been French, but it would have been off the southern coast in the Mediterranean. Uh, not the one that I'm looking, not the place I'm looking for. I think it might be fictional. <laughs> All right. Well, the no, I said it might be. <laughs> the answer to this one is Povelia Island in Italy. Ah. It's, it was a pretty Pumpkin cool ghost, out. ghost adventures episode oh uh, where they got had to get like special permission to go on the island because they're like they don't allow tourists and all the fishermen are like we don't go there because it's creepy and haunted <laughs> and it's like, makes sense and it's just like an asylum a hospital and just a bunch of ruins and tons of dead bodies and bones always wash up on the shore I think Whoa. there's also like an issue with those places is that people with smallpox and stuff mm. were sent there. And so like this is just stuff I've read about other places is now that smallpox is eradicated and people are no lo no longer I think and I read and I did confirm this Ryan cuz I know we've talked about this before is that like starting in around 1990 people were no longer vaccinated oh. against smallpox because it had been eradicated. And mm. so there's there's concerns it's still about living things in like, places yeah, no, like that. It's too happy. It, it, it's still possibly living. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so I think there's also concerns about stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I bet that's very. I didn't scary. know the Italians they had their own ghost spaghetti. stories as well. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think? Were they all happy in your mind? Yeah, you I don't know. You can't have ghosts where pizza originated from. <laughs> I just won't have it. Uh, haven't, haven't you seen any ghost movie? They just carry around a big pizza, like off on one of those sticks. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Time for the next stop on our haunted tour. Located in Kentucky, this place was originally used as a slaughterhouse in the early 19th century and later torn down for construction of a roadhouse that took on several different names over the years. Sounds like Kentucky. Yeah, right. I got distracted because you said roadhouse and now I'm just thinking about Patrick Swayze. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of thought that might be an issue with this question. I go, man, everybody's just going to be thinking of Patrick Swayze and they're not going to be able to answer this question. Roadhouse. All right. If no one has a guess, I'll go to the second clue for this one. Various urban legends and modern folklore claim that the site features a gateway to hell and is haunted by spirits. One spirit being that of a Sunday school teacher, Pearl Bryan, in 1896, heard decapitation 
decapitated corpse was found in a field only a few miles away from this location. Some legends claim that Brian's murderers were Satanists who cursed the location. Sydney? Sydney. Is it Mackey's? Yep. It's Bobby Mackey's Music World in Kentucky. That's two points to Sydney. The last one was, this place is a nightclub and honky-tonk owned by country singer Bobby Mackey. (laughs) You know, what I got from that is that there's a place that has a portal to hell, so you actually don't have to do a whole ritual to get there. You can just drive to Kentucky. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Bob Mackey's. I mean, that just is the border. It is still open today. So, you know. You need to portal to hell. It's in Kentucky. <laughs> and a honky tonk. Ah, Mackies. <laughs> a honky tonk. Your, re- your resident portal to hell and honky tonk. Whatever your whatever your fancy is that evening. Church on Sundays. Hey, <laughs> we got used Chevys, old Toyotas. You can buy them all. It's like, what, what else is here? Car lot now? <laughs> it's portal to hell. I'll have it's a burger. <laughs> At our one-of-a-kind steak shop. <laughs> All right. Time for the final stop on our ghostly tour. <laughs> I appreciate the uh, dedication to, the, <laughs> uh, to that part. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, built in 1886 as a resort for the rich and famous, this place quickly became unmanageable and fell into disrepair in 1908. It was reopened as the Crescent College and Conservatory for Young Women. Nothing. All right. Second hint for this one. In 1937, it was purchased uh, by Norman G. Baker, millionaire inventor and radio personality who turned the place into a hospital and health resort. Baker posed as a doctor despite having no medical training. (laughs) uh, And he claimed to have discovered a number of cures for various ailments, including cancer. His cure basically consisted of drinking the area's natural spring water. I can tell you guys how well that worked out. How was he in human to pumpkin transformations? <laughs> Where I mean, I mean, I know, probably, I mean, probably good, I would say. I think we found the guy. Great. Yeah. All right, Rachel. Good. Good. Thank is you the so much. Level we're going to pin this out. Yeah. Yeah. Probably pretty good. <laughs> well, you know water. what? The surgeon said impossible. So good is what I'll take. All Pumpkin right. is what so, I want to be. So good is good enough. The surgeon said impossible. So the freak radio host turned fake doctor said good. <laughs> That's all I need. He goes, That's all I need. Gonna let me be a doctor. I'm going to build my own hospital. <laughs> That's right. But seriously, and I think this was like the second hospital he built. Oh, my God. Yeah, it wasn't the first time he tried this. Dude has to have a hobby. Okay. Uh, you guys ready for the third hint on this one? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Today, the hotel is still open with many guests reporting ghost sightings and other paranormal activity. The current owners of the hotel brought in mediums who indicated that the hotel was a portal to the other side and has a dimension that holds the spirits of the dead. Can we get a state for this or a a near location? Sure. Uh, It is located in Arkansas, Sydney. (laughs) (laughs) That's all she needed. Is Uh, it the Crescent? (laughs) Yes, it's the Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs. Oh my God, I've I've stayed there. 
So yeah, Sydney and I, stayed, I all stayed there also. I stayed there as a very young child, and I had quite possibly the scariest dream of my whole life. Oh, I was really? six or seven, and I dreamed for the very first time of a hotel burning down. <gasps> Why well, have we that, not had you to me, tell yeah, us yeah, this like, on yeah. our podcast? Yes. Yes. I, will come, podcast. I, I will tell you right now that I am remembering this from like as a five or six-year-old, and so my only recollection is that it was a dream about a hotel burning down with no other detail. That's still pretty <laughs> terrifying yeah. when it was in one of the most haunted hotels. Right? In, I mean, that's how Stephen King came up with The Shining. So, see how to dream in a hotel. I was going to say, I think Estes Park, which is, I think, what that yeah. the one in Colorado mm-hmm. is. And my parents, yeah. went, I don't know if it's that same hotel, the Crescent Hotel, but they went to a hotel in like a resort thing in Arkansas once. And they said it was like the halls were like exactly like the shining and everything felt like it. And they were snowed in for a day and the whole thing. And that may very well be the same one. It could have been. It It snowed like really crazy. The last time Sydney and I went there, it was like, as we were leaving, I mean, it was just coming down. (laughs) Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. And it's very secluded out there. So it's, it's got a creepy vibe for sure. And I mean, the building is super old. Oh yeah. I remember getting like the old school, like room keys. Yeah. uh, I remember that. Planchets. I haven't thought of that in years, man. Yeah, so that was the final stop on our ghost tour, and Sydney gets one point. I I also liked that story because when you got to the medians part, that they found that it was a gateway to the other side, and all I could think about is like the other side of Bob Mackey's. It's just this <laughs> it's connection. all connected. 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 <laughs> right. <laughs> Why is there honky tonk everywhere? <laughs> the whole South just feels like hell. It's the humidity. <laughs> right. Why is it so hot in here? Coming from somebody who had never really, you know, I'd been to Chicago in the summers, but I hadn't felt like a true humid summer ever before. And I stepped off the plane, had to visit OU before I went in July. And I stepped off the plane from Colorado. I stepped outside and I was like, I was, I had just stepped outside the doors of the airport. I was like even really far in and I just paused and I was like, Welcome to the portal oh, hell. We yeah. have Chevy's. <laughs> if you go over to Arkansas, you can get right to Kentucky. <laughs> Did you know the only thing dividing these two states is Arkansas? <laughs> That's geography for you. <laughs> Just hop on down. Be sure to check out the gift shop. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Going to the final round. Uh, Nathan with seven. Sydney with nine. Uh, sorry. Losing my track here. Raylene and myself with eight. Sydney with nine. Rachel with ten. Uh, Stu somewhere on the border of the hell. In between the... <laughs> there in between is now the a fort. portal to hell in the fort. I'll have you know, they've got great beer and um, surprisingly great plant care. Ooh, yes. So, oh. <laughs> great, great plant it's care. Too, the not too bad. The honky-tonk <laughs> is hot. <laughs> All right, we'll get into the final round, uh, and this is uh, we've done the we've done a similar round before. Uh, we've done give a movie a midnight snack before. It's one of our classics. This is give a scary movie a witching hour snack, 
in which uh, this will be a mashup style round of a movie and a food item. It will be so kind of like a before and after style. Um, some of these can also be, uh, it's not truly always the last word and the first word are the same. It could also be like um, one we've had before was like Lord of the Onion Rings. So there's a little bit of play in the words there, but um, these will always be a horror movie or a scary movie and then a food item, uh, not necessarily candy, just a general food item. So call out when you know it. Question number one. In this adult nightmare, a young preacher starts growing his young cult and making this breakfast cereal, whether in the fields or in this deserted town, it is free of adults and cartoon tigers. Really? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I, I'm going to, yeah, I'll let all. That's okay. Uh, we have uh, so oh, many Rachel. people. Normally, we just open it up to everyone to, to no, that, write it down. That's okay. Rachel doesn't have an answer. Okay. The yeah. great pumpkin <laughs> abstains. <laughs> all right. Uh, the three of you uh, kind of lock in an answer, although I assume you, you all know it. Uh, Sydney. Uh, I was thinking children of the candy corn. Uh, okay, Raylene. Uh, I was going to say Children of the Corn Flakes. Nathan. Oh, wait. <laughs> cereal. I'm an idiot. Children of the Corn Flakes. <laughs> yeah, it would be Children of the Corn Flakes. I forgot you said cereal. cereal. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> That's all right. Yep. This uh, adult nightmare, which is actually the tagline of the movie. An adult nightmare. Is it pre- really? An oh, adult weird. nightmare. At least one of them, according I mean, to children IMDb. Children are pretty scary. Hmm. <laughs> Grows his young colt, making this breakfast cereal, and this town, whether in the fields or in this deserted town, are free from adults and cartoon tigers. Because uh, we don't have <laughs> frosted flakes, just the old boring cornflakes. So two points to Raylene and to Nathan there. Question number two. A young couple about to start a family moves into a creepy building with infamous ghostly stories and then put on their bibs and before diving into a few racks of tender barbecue. Whether St. Louis or not, this building's sinister neighbors may be after more than just the new bundle of joy. It's a long one. (laughs) A young couple about to start a family moves into a creepy building of infamous ghostly stories and then puts on their bibs before diving into a few racks of tender barbecue. Whether St. Louis or not, this building's sinister neighbors may be after more than just their new bundle of joy. Raylene. Rosemary's baby back ribs. Rosemary's baby back ribs. I thought it as soon as you said. That's amazing. That movie. That was good. Yeah, it was a great movie. Rosemary's baby back ribs. Yep. Uh, Whether St. Louis or not, this building's sinister neighbors may be after more than just their new bundle of joy. So two points to Raylene there. Question number three. The southern fusion of cuisine makes priests question their calling. If common ingredients like flour tortillas, steak, and queso aren't enough to make your head spin, it probably will for the young girl. Just don't be around when she gets sick. This is one of my favorite clues I've ever written for the show. This southern fusion of cuisine makes priests question their calling. If common ingredients like flour, tortillas, steak, and queso aren't oh, enough to make your head spin, it probably will for the young girl. Oh my god! Just don't be around when she gets yeah. sick. Stu, I get this one. All right, wow. Stu, the, the so ex- good. The Tex Mexorcist. The Tex Mexorcist. Yeah. There you go. Oh. Thank you. 
Right. <laughs> like, you gotta work it out. That was, that was gold, awesome. Ryan. Just pure gold. Oh my gosh. I need a shirt. I'm Ryan, I know you've designed them before. <laughs> <laughs> the girl with the sombrero. <laughs> She's spitting oh, out queso. My God. <laughs> <laughs> the text exorcist. Uh, I will say that, was- that uh, growing up in Oklahoma definitely had a lot of it, but I did once get food poisoning from a Tex Mex place as a kid. So uh, I do sympathize with, you know, as a kid having like projectile vomiting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been there. I've been oh, no. there. Oh, I don't eat corn dogs anymore. <laughs> was it Casa Bonita? Because so I know sorry. we used to have one. Casa Bonita. This was in El Chico's. So you just call it out. Uh, yeah, this <laughs> Southern fusion of cuisine makes priests question their calling. If common ingredients like flour, tortillas, steak, and queso aren't enough to make your head spin, it surely probably will for this girl. Just don't be around when she gets sick. That is the Tex Mexorcist. And with that, Stu is on the board. Ooh, finally. And no, no, we ran out of candy. Everybody loves yeah, it. You fort. get a sopapilla. <laughs> Ooh. It's not from El Chico's. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Uh, question number four. And the last question of the game. Roasted and served with mint, this young agent is now stuck in a puzzling exchange of wits. While the, these cuts of meat are always tender and worth savoring, it seems our killer is far more concerned about the skins. Rachel! Rachel, the great pumpkin! It, it's Silence of the Lamb Chops! It's Silence of the yeah. Lamb Chops. <laughs> okay, let me be real. I am uh, the biggest scaredy cat you've ever met when it comes to scary movies. I just, I'm just a ball of anxiety. And so I was thinking, like, what could it be? What could it be? I'm like, there's only one I could come up with. <laughs> and, it would be, and I was sitting there, I'm hoping he asks one. <laughs> I hope he asks Roasted and served with mint, this young agent is now stuck in a puzzling exchange of wits. And while these cuts of meat are always tender and worth savoring, it seems our killer is far more concerned about the skins. That would be Silence of the Lamb Chops. Nice job. Two points to Rachel there. And uh, that is the end of the game. That brings our scores at uh, Stu, one foot out of the portal of hell with two points. <laughs> uh, myself with eight, Sydney with nine, Nathan with nine, and 12 points both. Rachel and Raylene in a tie. Oh my God, what do we do? Uh-oh. Ryan, do you have a tiebreaker? Halloween I'm curse. on another episode with a tie. I'm so excited. Every episode with Nathan is a tie. <laughs> you have to prep the Halloween ones. Like Statistically, this is the most prevalent episode to have, to have the, uh, the tiebreakers on. Don't do the candy one again, though. <laughs> please, oh, please don't do the candy one. Wait, what's the candy one? <laughs> the one that we did. The you one just that you did forever. <laughs> you had to name Halloween candy going back and forth. It's for our first Halloween episode. Sorry, every no, I, I'm just I'm always stuck on two animal bingos. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, I'm gonna take a minute, and we're gonna figure this out. <laughs> Rachel's hands at that last question was my favorite part. <laughs> She's throwing it off her like, yes. Excessive yes. <laughs> jazz hands.
we have a tiebreaker. And the tiebreaker, so we'll go back and forth between Rachel and Raylene. Uh, we will start with Rachel, because she was the further behind before the end. Um, all right. The question is... I'm scared. <laughs> scared to go up against a great pumpkin. <laughs> I'm are... a pumpkin. I have no mental faculties. <laughs> Just a seedy. You do have home field advantage. Just the inside. <laughs> I'm in my own gourd. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The question is, uh, and we've actually done this is a, a callback to very early on in the show. Uh, in the Graveyard Smash song, The Monster Mash, That's... how many unique creatures, human or otherwise, can you name from that song? It was a monster mash. Are we going back and forth? Yeah. So, Rachel, you'll start. Okay. I have a skeleton. Uh, zombie. Wait, 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 wait. I don't think there's Is it a over skeleton. already? <laughs> Is that how we go? Yeah. Sorry. No, just, Did I misunderstand? No, oh, no. There, there are skeletons. Okay. You're good. Sorry, Raylene, what was yours? Zombie. We have a. Zombie. We have zombies. Uh, vampire? We have a vampire. A witch? Do we have a witch? I don't think so. Uh, we do have a, a witch classic. You know, not new witch, but witch classic. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give that to you. We have a witch. Okay, uh, cool. As a species rather than a profession. <laughs> <laughs> This is according to what I pulled from a question three years ago and tvtropes.org's wiki of the Monster Mash. <laughs> um, do we have a ghost? Uh, we do have ghosts, especially ones in white sheets. I wanted Ryan to be one for Halloween. He wouldn't dress up. Aww. Uh Do we have a Frankenstein? Uh, we do have a Frankenstein's monster. So I will give you ah, that. Yes. And I think not not the doctor. Technicality. <laughs> Technicality, yeah. Sorry. Do we have a mummy? We do have a mummy. Do we have a werewolf? We do, I believe, have a werewolf. I lost my thing. Uh we do have werewolf or a wolf man. Ah, wolf man. So I am going to, uh, I'm also going to send the lyrics. Well, you can probably just look them up, but I'm going to send the lyrics to Stu to also fact check us for doing this. Because sure. sometimes they're named off of different things. Like, I believe the Frankenstein's monster is actually Igor in Chains. Oh. Uh, Igor in Chains is um, is not the monster. Igor is um, Frankenstein, is the, is the, the assistant. doctor's assistant. assistant. Yeah. Does that mean Rachel takes this? I don't know. We're just having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a pumpkin, I'm okay. I, don't I, I would uh, accept defeat against the great pumpkin. Igor and Chains is a line, but there's also Igor for my Chains. monster from his slab began to rise. Yeah. So that's okay. Frankenstein's monster. And they mention electrodes as well. Yeah. So, Rachel, it's your turn. Well, we're running out of classic Halloween monsters. Um, hot second. A pumpkin. A pumpkin. A great pumpkin? 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I don't I don't see a pumpkin regardless of royal status. I felt obligated to guess it. <laughs> uh Raylene, can you guess one more? That's a good question. Can I? (laughs) (laughs) Is there a siren? I don't think so. I think there's only one more left, really. It it would be pretty hard. I I think otherwise we'd be getting into semantics. Uh, I don't know. We've never tied beyond a tiebreaker. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's good because we have three more questions. <laughs> okay, let's do, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. All the trivia. Let's so go. All the trivia. All Before the trivia. we dive in, uh, I will say the 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 monsters that I have originally written down. Um, they also on this article did try to like classify them as their general. You know, just like mummy, also seen in these places. But the ones that I have from the Monster Mash are. Bobby Pickett, who's the writer, he's the narrator of the song, the monster from the slab, Wolfman, Dracula, Dracula's son, Igor on chains, the baying hounds, the coffin bangers, the crypt kicker five, Boris, <laughs> vampires, Boris. ghouls, Boris. and zombies. The crypt kicker five. I just want to know about yeah. Boris. Wow. <laughs> wow. With the coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the crypt kicker five so anyways we'll tie there and uh nathan will have a few questions best of three and uh it possibly it can't possibly go on any longer than this (laughs) we'll see we will see so you were gonna try to guess uh and the closest will get the point we're gonna do a best of three so whoever gets two points first will win this very special halloween game so we're gonna start with how many pounds of candy corn are produced each year? There is a hint. The answer is in the millions. <laughs> How many million pounds of candy corn are produced each year? There is a hint. The answer is 43. <laughs> <laughs> we all knew it. Oh, man. All right. Raylene, what is your answer? Seven million. Okay. Rachel, the great pumpkin, what is your answer? 12.4 million. Ooh. Neither one of you are close, but Rachel gets the point. <laughs> a whopping 35 million pounds Whoa, of candy eating corn all that? is wow. made every year. Who's eating all that candy corn? And how much of it is thrown away? Right? That's a lot yeah. of yeah. Wow. candy. Yeah. Oh, no, I like candy corn. It's not see- like large quantities, like just a few pieces yeah. at a time yeah. is good. That's it's fair. okay candy it's just who's eating that much candy do corn? either one of you want to guess how many pieces that is no sure is that part of the no game? it's not it's just a little uh, extra no leg. i don't Stu wants to come Stu's back in the game ways, sorry <laughs> <laughs> so how many sorry how, how many, many million total so 35 million pounds of candy corn made every year amounting to how many pieces 270 million. Oh, so much more than that. <laughs> yeah. Um, 90, 90 um, pieces per bag for per pound. A pound has to be like at least 
Three I don't know where Stu's getting pieces. that number, but he seemed really confident in it. <laughs> I know. I mean, I'm going to back it really Everybody the knows that. Pieces, the pieces are really pieces dense. pieces per pound the world around. <laughs> well, well, no, the, the, the pieces are really dense. They are dense. That's the thing. Is like you'd buy like a two-pound bag of candy corn, and that's like think, what you fill well, a bowl up with. I think <laughs> you're in the billions of pieces. No, no, no. D- does anybody else want to make a guess? No. No. I'm going to jump on <laughs> Stu's train. Thank you. The exact number? Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, woefully okay. low nine wow. billion pieces wow. nine billion pieces that's a lot of, that's candy, a lot corn. of candy corn all right in 2019 how much did americans spend on halloween just like any halloween merchandise yep all halloween merchandise candy costumes everything related to halloween decorations how much did americans spend on it I went with Raylene first last time, so I would go with Rachel first this time. I'm going to give you two numbers. One is my answer. One is just a fun fact. First, my answer is 14 trillion. What? And then my 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 fun fact is I spent 18 dollars to become a. That's the cheapest plastic surgeon I have ever heard of. (laughs) Wait, sorry. Was it was it on average or in total? It was uh, how much did Americans spend on okay. Halloween in 2019? The total number trillion enough to solve the portion. I said 14 trillion. I said 14 trillion. I said 18 dollars for my thing. Yeah, <laughs> what is your answer? <laughs> that was the best 18 dollars ever spent in America. I love it. Anything lower? Seven hundred and fifty million. Okay, um, I would say Raylene's closer oh. at two point six billion dollars. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand math. Money. <laughs> but that means it's one to one. So we're it going to the last one. question. All right. Really coming down. To the wire. I didn't know it would go this far. Okay, let's get in our way back machines. When is Halloween thought to have originated? What year? Question with go for it. Are you talking about Halloween as referred to as Halloween or Halloween as one of the many? Okay. Okay. The first occurrence of something that could resemble Halloween. What year? All right, I went with Rachel first last time. Raylene, what is your guess? 1640. All righty. And Rachel, what is your guess? 280. And on this day, on our Halloween special, <gasps> the great pumpkin rises to she their throne. It. it was 4000 BC, way wow. back in the day. Look at that. That's a pumpkin. A great pumpkin. (laughs) Also, what what, just to go back, you said fourteen trillion (laughs) dollars. You know, I'm not quite sure. Like I always hear these huge things and I wasn't quite sure. I just she was want like, to let I you know. Eighteen dollars. So <laughs> if I'm spending money on a holiday, all these people that are always buying stuff, they're going crazy. <laughs> Plus, at least six other people. Uh, <laughs> I just want to let you know that according to the World Bank, WorldBank.org, in 2019. <laughs> 
according to you, and th- so the U.S. is GDP for 2019 was 21.4 trillion dollars, meaning according to you, more than two thirds. Brian, I'm going to take this time to remind you that I am a pumpkin. <laughs> I have no concept of money. I am a pumpkin. She is just a pumpkin, everyone, but she won trivia. <laughs> I mean, we thought people spent too much money on Black Friday. We were wrong. <laughs> it's definitely Halloween. <laughs> I can see Ryan's tears. It's great. (laughs) Great game, Rachel. (laughs) Great game to you as well. Yeah. Happy Halloween. (laughs) Halloween. Don't spend 14 trillion. (laughs) We wouldn't recommend it. (laughs) But we could probably fill the fort with candy if we spent that much. So we probably could. Get close at least. I totally didn't ask, but if anyone has any picks or not, especially if they're related to Halloween. I can tell you it's not Halloween kills. It's definitely not <laughs> Halloween kills. That's all right. I think I think we've had quite enough. Fourteen trillion dollars in spending just in this episode alone. Brian, I am a pumpkin. Not a mathematician. What more do you want from her? <laughs> the fact that I can do trivia at all is some sort of miracle. Pumpkins and trivia. It's scientific things. Scientists are getting excited. The um, whatever. Oh, what is it? The awards that I asked about a few episodes ago. The ignobles. The ignobles are getting all excited. We've shown a pumpkin can do trivia. There are two things I've learned in this episode. One, (laughs) pumpkins don't have bones. Two, (laughs) pumpkins don't do math. It's really That's all you it. need like, to know about pumpkins. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good portion of it. No, we we never asked the uh, great pumpkin what they thought about pumpkin spice lattes. Oh no! Oh, oh no! No, no! 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 We just why would you bring this up in episode. front of her? You know better. Let me tell you about our most controversial episode lot. ever. <laughs> Let me tell you about pumpkin spice lattes. Uh, what remains of Rachel is coming through loud and clear here. <laughs> we hear no you, Rachel, from the pumpkins. other side, all the way in Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm getting to Kentucky and Arkansas. We have tin cans on a string. <laughs> I'm getting close to the point of hell, guys. Um, <laughs> and there is a and Starbucks I, I at the tell, end. And I can tell you right through the other side of it is pumpkin spice lattes. Portal oh, <laughs> of hell is how you get to pumpkin spice lattes. That's all, wow. that's all I've got to say. Rachel will not lose another pumpkin family member to Starbucks corporate greed. <laughs> that's you know, correct, I, Ryan. This show just... it it you know, sits in its own slice of reality because I've That's heard for that sure. Santa ate a woman <laughs> just <laughs> through Santa. a time portal. Sure, fair enough. And then a pumpkin is avenging its lost brethren in some portal to hell through Arkansas and Kentucky. But I want to watch the movie. So. But also, 
It's a honky tonk and a hotel. <laughs> the soundtrack, amazing. <laughs> or terrible. <laughs> the things that got wrong lore is so much deeper than any one person can believe. I, I almost don't. I was here for some of it. <laughs> You're here for a lot of it. <laughs> well... If you have lore of your own you would like to add, or you have a pick of your own, things that are wrong at gmail.com, things that are wrong.com, all that stuff, you've heard it a thousand times before. Uh, the next episode will be early November, past the end of the pumpkin season. We can all take a breath. Thank God. Except for the great pumpkin who doesn't <laughs> breathe, just grows, I think, glows with the, with the candle. Yeah. Thanks again to the team here, Stu, Rachel. Uh, also, Nathan Drake, hanging out. Hello. Goodbye. BFF, as always, and still yeah. sleeping. Thanks for having us. We <laughs> had a great time. You know, we love spooky season, so. Of course. All the time. It's our whole life. It really is. <laughs> These Halloween episodes wouldn't be the same without the still sleeping crew. Also, check out, uh, I have it right here, because I learned how to spell since the last episode. <laughs> Etsy, the Etsy shop, strangely made works. Buy some amazing stickers. Buy a pin, like what Stu may have on his shirt right now. I take a picture. Yeah, I mean, I'll take a, well, I'll take a picture uh, of it. I'll write a review. Oh, yep. Support Sydney and her guys. awesome work. Check out strangely made works on Etsy. All that stuff. And uh, <sighs> until next time, <laughs> we'll see you later. Pumpkin noises. Can- <laughs> It's just a bunch of pumpkins rolling down wooden stairs. It's all it's I'm like, imagining. It's, it's teenagers throwing them down on curbs. Just no, oh, no, no. I thought it was just squishy noises of like sea goop. Oh, like staring. Guys, getting worse and worse. Guys, you guys, you guys are making this too complicated. It's just the sound of like the wind rustling in a garden. That's horrifying. (laughs) You're just standing in the garden. Pumpkins sit there. It's just quiet. It's just just quiet. I don't like it. I don't trust that. You don't want to stir the (laughs) It might be a bright sunny day. There could be birds. With pumpkins. With pumpkins. With pumpkins.